action, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a weird mood this morning. This is good. I like weird. This is art. Okay, cool. A podcast about life as an artist, specifically an emerging artist. The ins and outs, the ups and downs, the day-to-day behind-the-scenes stuff. The good, the bad, and everything else in between. All right, let's go. Hi, Jade. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Celine. How are you? I'm great. It's so good to talk to you. It's been a couple weeks. Yep. Got all that Christmas holiday stuff out of the way, and we're back at it. Absolutely. How did it go? Did you have a good time? Um, yeah, it was uh, like, I mean, weird as it was for everybody. Um, but I think it was uh, overall not not the worst Christmas I've had, that's for sure. Well, that's good. I know you guys have more restrictions, I think, in Toronto than I have out here. Yeah, we've, right? we've been in lockdown since November, so. Yeah, so is there a limit on how many people can get together then, too? Oh, yeah, there's basically you can't do anything, really. So we didn't do anything, really. So so just your like who you live with. Is that all that you're allowed or are you allowed anybody? I, think, I mean, I'm not super clear on the actual restrictions, but I know that it's like definitely no more than 10 people if there's any people allowed at all. But I'm pretty sure we're in the zone where it's like you're only supposed to have contact with the people that you live with. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so here we're allowed 10 people, and so there's my little family, and then my parents live close by, so we just had them them over, so it was still pretty pretty quiet. We didn't sort of venture outside of that, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. It was quiet, you know. Yeah. But it was nice. I'm happy to sort of be into the new year, and I just have a very refreshed mental state for some reason I've gotten myself refocused again and so I'm happy to pretend like it never actually feels like the new year for me September always feels like the new year for some reason yeah for school yes yeah but that being said I've sort of tried to push myself to think okay clean slate start fresh because 2020 was not my best year at all mentally just emotionally and mentally I was having a it was a rough year so I think you know there are there are some haters out there that are like oh it's just another day but I feel like ritual and you know renewal and I don't know just like beginnings and endings are important to human beings and feeling like something new has begun in all of this is I would rather feel like that than feel like it's just another day (laughs) Totally. Especially this year. I feel like, you know, my, my, um, oh, excitement over the new year and setting new goals and trying to start fresh has come and gone over the years. But for some reason this year, I'm like, okay, I really need, I need it. And so I'm going to do it. And I think you should ride that wave. I'm (laughs) riding riding the wave. Speaking of that, that's why I decided to reach out and see if you were down to talk about that, about um, goals and intentions and our our own vision for our art practices in the 
Well, actually, if you said any, I don't know if you had any from last year. Um, I know I did. So we can talk about last year and then we can talk about how we want to move forward. Yeah, I absolutely. I had some very specific goals for last year. Okay, Um, so let's dig in. Cause I did too, okay. so I'm, but I don't actually know what yours are. We haven't talked about this before. So yeah. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, you start, you start. Okay. So last year, like I said, I've done this whole goal setting and, and things on and off, but not for a couple years. And then last year I did, but I sort of, um, I think I, let's just say I went, more for it this year so last year was a little bit more subdued I guess because I wasn't sure of a lot so anyway I didn't break it down as as thoroughly as I did this year but since this is an art podcast we're going to focus on that so my main art things were so the first one was art fairs (laughs) which is laughable because I (laughs) um yeah, being in the small town where I'm at, I just thought to venture out and get my art in front of people that I really had to pursue art fairs. So I did one, which was the Artist Project in Toronto. That's actually where I, I met Jade, if you guys haven't heard this story a thousand times already. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Jade and I met there, which was like, a, actually, it's funny because on the back of my little vision sheet here, i I took note of a few things that I didn't have written down, but that were definitely unexpected, positive things. And meeting you was one of them. So there you go. But anyway, so I had to do three art fairs. Obviously that didn't happen because everything. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Go on. So I did one. So I did the artist project Toronto. Um, the two other ones that I had wanted to do was super fine in New York. That didn't happen, but they did do an e-fair and I participated in that and actually sold a piece from that. So although I don't really love the e-fairs, I don't know how you feel about them. Oh, they're not for me. Yeah, it's, My work does not sell online. I just, I mean, the thing that's so great about the art fair is the energy and the excitement of the people and you just don't get that online. And also, I don't know, translating for me, my paintings tend to be, you know, three feet and above. Most people are looking, even at an art fair, they're looking at it on their phone. So it's tiny. images. Yeah. You don't get the impact of the details and your work is a lot of sculptural work. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. So anyway, they didn't art, they did an online fair. And then, um, one of the fairs that I applied to was the other art fair in Los Angeles. And I sort of applied as a test to see if I would get in. Very but, smart. I know. Anyway, but I, that was canceled. So I actually couldn't have gone visit in person anyway. And then they did an online fair and that, um, yeah. So I got included in that because I had applied and, and was, so I got to do that online fair too. Then the other one, and I know you and I have talked about money before. So, um, and I just find that a lot of people don't like to talk about money, but since I know you are open to it and I am, I'm just going to say, screw it. And I'm going to throw numbers out there. Yeah. So I wanted to earn, which now looking back, 
it was my very first year trying to sell art. So I kind of have to laugh. I wanted to sell $30,000 worth of <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know from art or art related ventures. Anyway, okay. You know, if the year had gone as we had expected it to, I don't know if you would have been too far off, to be honest, but continue. Well, the funny thing is, I'm such a noob. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know if I would sell one or a hundred. Like, well, I don't even have a hundred. But you know what I mean? Like, I really was so new and clueless that I had to pick. I just wanted to pick a number. So I picked a number. And they always say, you know, shoot for the moon, you'll land in the stars. So I was like, all right, this sounds good. (laughs) So anyway, the truth of the matter was, I I didn't hit my 30. But... I did sell six paintings that were over $3,000 each. Amazing. And I sold, I think I, I should have looked it up and wrote it down exactly, but from prints online, it was over 2000 So I wasn't actually that far off all things. That's what I'm saying. I know, considering what a shitty year and not being able to actually get in front of people in real life with my work I wasn't terribly disappointed because I didn't have a benchmark but now I kind of do so that was good yeah that's amazing so then the last two things that I'll say directly related to art on my vision for 2020 was one to grow um just more on Instagram so a, to be more consistent and show up more regularly, but then B, to uh, grow my followers. So again, I had a thousand followers. It's what I wanted. And at the end of December, I was up to 1,105. Yeah. So I hit that one, which is good. Um. Yeah, and it's nice because it just makes Instagram more fun. There's more interaction, more opportunity to send people from there to my website and all of that good stuff. So I do like that. And then the last thing that I had on my list was to try to get one of my paintings featured in like a magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I had like Vogue. <laughs> Harper's Bazaar these are my favorite magazines anyway uh yeah that didn't nothing they're absolutely nothing no track but you've been featured on many websites yes so I and then that was the thing and you were featured in like the Toronto Star weren't you you had like some Toronto newspaper coverage did you not a little there was a little nothing major but I did like from the the fair the online fair the los angeles the other art fair they like mm-hmm. feature collections and they feature different like in six different collections including best of the fair one of my paintings yeah so that was good and um on create magazine their blog i got a little feature there so yeah i had a couple things but not in a magazine but inching my way closer so those are my main oh sorry and the last one start start a podcast you're killing it so i only killing it i only got like four episodes done um in 2020 but i got it done and got it started and then after those four episodes i sort of rejigged 
my idea of what I wanted to do. And then that was when the last one we recorded together is because I really think that it will be better um, and more interesting for everybody with a fabulous co-host, Nate Oh, you flatter me. (laughs) So, (laughs) So this is episode one, really officially together kicking off 2021. And so I'm excited to see how we can grow this together. Me too. Are you ready to hear my goals? Yeah, I'm ready. I want to hear yours now. Okay, I feel like mine were a little bit more modest and less accomplished than yours. But let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so um, a little bit of kind of a backstory for me. I have been working with glass uh, throughout my artistic practice and throughout my schooling for like the last 12 years-ish. Um, so I've, I've traveled around a lot. I've done some residencies. I've done some shows, um, a lot of experimenting, a lot of finding my voice. Um, I am now like kind of situated in my life where I'm in Toronto. I love Toronto. I'm staying here and I kind of had to reevaluate my art practice and all of my ideas and be like, okay, I have a million things I want to do what are the things that I can do um, with the resources that I have and what is important in an artistic career, especially when you're starting out. And that is reliably being able to produce a cohesive body of work. In my opinion, that is what a lot of art buyers and collectors want to see. So my goals really focused on creating and delivering a cohesive body of work that could get me some traction in the art world. Enough, enough messing around for now. Like let's buckle down and share what we have with people. So my goals for 2020 um, were to get this color worship series off the ground, um, which I did, which was great. Um, I also had art fair goals. I really wanted to do the artist project. We did that. Um, I wanted to do the Toronto outdoor art fair, um, which happened online, which gave me a lot of information about (laughs) my work online and how people respond to it, which is not as good as they do in person. Um, I also wanted to do the other art fair, which again has been bumped, but I mean, technically, two out of three, and two out of three ain't bad. That's right. Um, The other thing I wanted to do, numbers related as well, um, (laughs) hilariously numbers related, (laughs) my my goal this year financially was to make as much money as I did at my day job, which is teaching glassblowing workshops to the public, basically teaching people to blow their germy air everywhere. Um, I wanted to make the exact same amount of money I did the year before. Um, and then also make, uh, on top of that, $10,000 from my art practice. Okay. So <laughs> definitely, definitely did not continue to maintain my income from my day job. Um, but I did get, I feel like I'm pretty close to my goal of $10,000, which, I mean, I think if I sat down and really did the math, I would be very close to it, if not there. 
So I feel really good about that. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And then my other goals in terms of social media, again, a little bit more modest. <laughs> I was hoping to get to 500 followers and I did it. <laughs> um, you did it? No, I did not. Uh, did <laughs> I not. didn't. How close? How close? Um, I think I'm I'm in I'm in the four fifties. I'm in the four fifties. Oh, okay. You're so close. Okay, everybody. Yeah, my my <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't already, make sure you go follow Jade. At Color Worship. That's right. <laughs> um but yeah, my my secret goal was like maybe nine hundred question mark. But yeah, I think that if I had had the exposure affairs and been able to engage with people in real life, um, I would have met that goal. So I'm, I'm okay with giving myself a little bit. I'm, I'm okay with giving myself a B plus on that one. You, yeah. I'd say more like an A minus, like you're, <laughs> okay. you're, you're like almost there. I love an easy grader. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Anything else? Um, I think that's it in terms of my art practice. So let's talk about what we wanted to do for this year, what we want for the coming year. Set some intentions, make some goals, some resolutions, lay them on me. What do you got? Okay. So this year I went like, yeah, whole hog. So honestly, I'm not going to tell you everything, but my full, um, my full wish list or vision board i guess has money wellness family friends work fun personal growth and home love it so this year i'm gonna like i don't know i like i said i went kind of crazy i'm like you know what i i feel like last year got a lot of time got maybe wasted or squashed because of the emotional and so this year I'm going to try to make up for it without killing myself of course but anyway so we're going to focus on art artwork or art and work which is anyway um okay so the first thing I have is kind of a cheat but it's true but it's kind of a cheat because I want a solo show in a gallery and guess what I'm going to go do tomorrow install your solo exactly. show in a gallery so, <laughs> great it came, it, came, it came in 20 you know like the organizing of it came in 2020 but i'm setting it up um in 2021 so anyway uh yeah so it's just a local um gallery here in nova scotia but nonetheless it is a solo show so i'm excited about that um then I wanted to complete 12 large paintings. So my 36 by 36 or larger. I'm also going to try mm -hmm. to do some small work this year, but the, the bigger works take a bit longer. And last year I painted eight, which was the most I've ever done like in a year in my life. Mm -hmm. So that, that was eight this year. I want to do 12. I want to apply. So I did apply for a bunch of stuff last year, but it wasn't really, as a goal, I just sort of randomly did things, but this year I'm going to keep track and I want to apply for 12 open calls or different opportunities. So like, you know, cause you helped me apply for it right now. I'm doing a mentorship program, um, mm -hmm. which I applied for, which came up through the year. I didn't know I was going to apply for it, but that just happened. So things like that, like maybe I'm not even aware of what, all of these things are yet but I'm gonna try to seek out 12 to apply for 
Um, so they could be shows, but they could be other opportunities too. Okay. Uh, I want to do a weekly podcast with you, my friend Jade, except I think we should take breaks sometimes for holidays and or maybe a summer break. So I say weekly, yeah. but with the caveat that, you know, there might be an occasional, you know, break. Um, Love it. Yep. I still want to be featured in a big magazine like Vogue or Harper's or Elle. And what the hell? Put it out into the world and who knows, right? So. Yeah, exactly. And then, believe it or not, I still want to earn $30,000 from my art, art practice, art-related ventures. Um, I think that sounds very reasonable, honestly, for your for your work and your price point. I think that's very reasonable. Yeah. So those are my those are my art work goals. How about you? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I I don't think I've sat down and tangibly wrote them down like you have. Um, but in my mind, mm-hmm. I would like to, I mean, social media wise, I think I'd really like to make my way up to a thousand followers this year. Yeah. Um I really, really, really want the artist project to happen in April, oh. which is when it's scheduled for. I forgot to write those down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, our pairs too. I didn't write that down. Okay, yeah, good. Our Paris, okay, keep going. So um I I'd like to do Again, I'd like to do at least three fairs this year, um, pandemic permitted. Uh, I I would also, this year, I'd like to make closer to $20,000 from my work. Okay. Um, I would like to not necessarily be a part of, like, not necessarily have a solo show, but I definitely like to be a part of some group exhibitions. And the reason why I add that caveat is because my access to a glass studio at this point in time is still questionable. So I don't know what my access is going to look like. Right. So um, I'm, I'm tentative about setting a goal for that without being assured that I will be able to access a glass studio. Um, and then, yeah, there's lots of things that I want to apply for. So I want to stay on track for that. And that would be things like um, federal grants, provincial grants. Um, there's a residency that I've maybe been looking at for the fall. Um, yeah, mostly I just I want to get back out into the art world and make connections, foster community um, and just again, share what I have going on with the world. Um, In lockdown, in pandemic life, especially in Toronto, uh, the the resources that I have for my practice have been limited. So I've been trying to shift my focus to what I can access. So I've been doing a lot of sculpting at home and casting in architectural plaster um, to some success. I've had, I've had good response for that. So it would be nice to also share that work with the world in some capacity. Yeah. That's awesome. And just yeah, the, your ability to, to do that, I think is really, really great. Cause it's hard, you know, when you're used to a certain way of life and a certain access, and then it's no longer available and just try to switch things up. It's hard. So the fact that you've done that, I think is really incredible. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, 
I'm doing I'm doing okay with it all. And I have some exciting experiments coming down the line that I'm really looking forward to exploring in more depth. So maybe once I figure those things out, we can we can chat about them or we can talk about it offline because they're secret right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds great. I'd love to do that. Um, I just wanted to, for a second, actually go back and touch on a little bit of 2020 again because sometimes you don't know what you don't know and that's a lot for me right now like I say just sort of getting going with all this art stuff but some of the things that happened I was trying to write down some of the things that I wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. that happened because like that like you probably weren't expecting to have to you just got color worship like up and going and a great response and then it's like oh guess what no more art studio or glass studio for you so you know like yeah right so some of the things um that I wasn't expecting last year that that were really great is a I already said like meeting you um then I got to do this mentorship program which I wasn't expecting which has been interesting it's definitely Mm -hmm. something I've never done before and so it's uh yeah it's just kind of interesting they partnered me with um an artist with a lot more experience and we're supposed to meet on a monthly basis and she's uh supposed to help sort of give me some ideas and guide me through and there's been moderate I, I, I don't know right now. It goes for a year, so there's still time. And so far, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but it's definitely interesting. Um, and then the other kind of fun thing that came about is I got to organize um, a post-it note art show, again, at a, yes. at a local gallery. And I I was really modest in that. I'm like, oh, maybe we'll get you know, 50 or 100 post-its submitted. And it was amazing. We had like over 500 pieces submitted. So not that, not as like each artist could submit up to 10 pieces. So anyway, a a large number of artists and a a really large number of original art on post-it notes. And on the opening night, we sold like a thousand dollars of work. And so Amazing. That was just really fun. Like it wasn't, yeah, it was something different, but in within art, and it was just exciting to be involved and see that come together. So that was really fun. And um, yeah, oh yeah, and the, and then of course the other main the major thing is um, I didn't even know this was part of it, but they do the People's Choice at the artist project in Toronto. So everybody at the show can vote on um, one of their favorites uh, in the emerging artists competition, which is what Jade and I were part of. And I won. So I get to go back to the fair in 2021 for free. So that was like crazy, amazing. Huge. Huge. So yeah, so those are mine. And I'm wondering, can you think back on things that like maybe happened that you weren't expecting that were, kind of good for you in 2020 hmm I mean I think our friendship again we're pretty cheesy about it but I think that that was a really really wonderful uh thing to happen um 
And then the artist project, the connections that I've made there have been really good. And some of them are very unexpected. Um, other things, though. I mean, I, I feel like I come up against roadblocks a lot in my life and in my practice. Yeah. So I'm pretty good at the pivot. And I mean, if nothing else... Like I have been able, I'm in a position where I can survive off of the federal uh, assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if nothing else, being able to have the time and space to focus on myself and my practice um, to varying degrees of effectiveness has been really good. You know, um, this pandemic, whether I like it or not, has you know, taken my job from me, but that means that I have time at home. So I've, I overhauled my website and made it compatible with Instagram. So I can be selling from my website, from Instagram. Mm, That's good. Um, I've kind of reconnected with my sculpting practice and realized some things about myself as a sculptor that, uh, I I don't know. I just, I guess I had one idea of myself as a sculptor. And sitting down and doing it because it felt like one of the only things I could do kind of, I don't know, like reintroduce me to myself in a way. Um, Whereas, you know, I thought that I was really good at mold making and uh, like replicating things with molds and that I, before, before this, um, I think I was always working off of something else, whether it be like a 3D printed object or um, a cast of like a, a vintage ceramic or something like mm-hmm. that. And all the work that I've been doing from home has been just like purely created with my hands. Um, yeah. I, I guess I never saw myself as that. And now I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> not, not only can I do this, I'm pretty good at it. So I don't know why I had the that idea of myself to begin yeah. with. That's cool. It's like an unexpected. Yeah. I like that. That's great. Yeah. Okay. And um, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Go. So I wanted to, we're, we're flipping, flopping back and forth. That's, that's um, in terms of 2021 though, yeah. one of the things that's really important in terms of goals that is, I think a little bit more abstract and easier for everybody to apply to everything is something that you actually said to me that stuck in my brain oh. um, conversation that we had about being ready yeah so one of my goals for 2021 is to be ready and when I say that what I mean is I want to be ready for the things that I want in my life and in my artistic practice so for example on my walls right now, I am looking at, you know, five or six unfinished wall mounts, wall mounts that haven't been gilded. Mm-hmm. And if I want to be a part of a random last minute exhibition that some curator just happened to stumble upon my work and they desperately need it for their highbrow show, <laughs> I can't be a part of that show if I'm not ready for something like that. So that means that I need to finish my unfinished work and have it ready. So the big pandemic vibe, I feel like for a lot of us has been why bother. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been 
something that I know a lot of people have been struggling, struggling with to overcome. Oh yeah. That's been me for sure. But just the phrase be ready. Why bother? Cause you want to be ready. Right. Why bother? Because you, you truly don't know what's coming. Um, and there's nothing more devastating than having to turn down an amazing opportunity because you're not ready. Yeah, I totally agree. And well, you know, cause we've had conversations that that was part of, um, my struggle this year. It's like when things kept being taken away that I had been looking forward to it, it felt deflating, you know, it was really hard <clears throat> to keep going. And ultimately, you know, like I said, I, I did paint complete more paintings than I ever have in a year. So it was good, but it was hard. It, was, it wasn't easy yeah. because in my mind, I should have completed more. Um, but I just got in these slumps sometimes. And so that whole be ready thing really <clears throat> was from actually listening to another podcast um, sometime a couple months ago. And it just that's it. Like, yeah, we have all these goals and, and ideas, like I said, but often things happen that I wasn't expecting either. And if you weren't, you know, if you weren't ready that they wouldn't happen. So, uh, yeah, I just love that note, Jade. That's really, yeah, that's good. In the words of the tragically late, great Chi-Chi Devane, <laughs> if you stay ready, you don't yeah, have to ready. get ready. I love Chi Chi. <laughs> I know that was another heartbreaking aspect of this year. Oh, oh my God, so many bad things. Anyway, yeah, those are great. Those are great words. Okay, so one more thing before we move on, I wanted to ask you if there's something not art related that is a goal that you feel comfortable sharing. Hmm. like or something that maybe um by doing that it would actually help in another way with your art like for like okay so do you want can I tell you some one of mine yeah absolutely okay so for me like one of the things is gonna sound ridiculous but I actually want to have more fun like and make it happen so between work and I have two kids and house and dog and you know just all the life responsibility sometimes it's and I live in a small town I don't have a lot of um friends here locally a lot of my friends like you are at a distance so it's on the phone and this and that anyway so one of my goals is just to try to connect with more people like in real life and have I said three fun adventures so I want to just make more time to connect with the people who are here in real life and hopefully Mm -hmm. do something that I haven't done before. And I said three, because I thought, you know, 12 months, three little outings (laughs) 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 should be, should be doable. But I always feel like whenever I have like positive social interactions and just relax and forget about all the responsibility and have some fun, then I come back to whatever I was doing in my art practice or in life. And it's just, everything feels a little bit lighter. So yeah. So that's sort of one goal that I have that isn't directly related to my art practice, but I think ultimately will help me. 
because it helps you relax and loosen up. I agree. So what about you? Do you have anything else? Not, not, it doesn't have to be fun, Uh, but just anything. I think there are maybe two things that have been kind of forming in my brain that would, that would fall into that category. And I think the first one is just without being like two new year's resolution. This is something I think that's more based in the pandemic is I just want to serve my body better. Um, The pandemic has been a really good example of how badly I can treat my body. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not talking, I'm not talking like weight loss or anything like that. I just want to treat my body better because none of us are getting any younger and the older you get, the harder it is to do those types of things. And, you know, I'm in a position where my, my family members are struggling with injuries that they've had. So at a baseline, in terms of treating my body better, like what goes in, what goes out, blah, 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 blah. I want to just work on um, maintaining my flexibility mm-hmm. because I think flexibility is really important for an artist. Um, your, your neck, your shoulders, that's a really big uh, hotspot for injury for artists, for glass artists, your wrists and hands too. So I'm, you know, I'm not talking about weight. I'm not talking about size. I'm not talking about anything like that. Um, I just want to continue to do my best to maintain my flexibility and keep my joints and all of my muscles and bones in at least somewhat operable condition. Because if, if parts of my body aren't working in a way that I'm used to, I'm going to struggle more. Um, and I, I know that I haven't been taking great care of my body during the pandemic. So yeah, I want to, I just want to serve my body in a better way. Um, yeah. And then the other thing that I want to do is I, I feel like I rely on my phone a lot, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like boredom, killing time. Um, I, I'm sure I, I rack up a lot of screen time. Mm -hmm. So my goal again, isn't like, I want to cut down my screen time. It's I want to find things that I enjoy doing that, you know, make it impossible for me to be using my phone. Um, And that also kind of ties in with the idea of I want to do things, I want to be making things that aren't necessarily related to my art practice, because I think that's also important as an artist. Um, and one of the things that I've started to do that for now, at least is really fun, um, is I've started crocheting things. Oh, so, that's awesome. So it takes both of your hands and you have to focus on the stitches that are happening. Um, and it gives you, you know, a lot of time and space to think there's, it can be as challenging or as easy as you want, um, and I, I, I find I have a lot of my really good ideas when I'm doing something with your completely unrelated. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I like that. Okay, so I love crocheting. Well, no, not doing it. I love like, when it's done. <laughs> yes. I appreciate crocheted work, put it that way. Um, yeah, so I can't wait to see what you make that's really fun yeah Yeah. 
I yeah. Um, so I have so much to say, but you know what? My 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 I told you my goal list for this year is quite ambitious. So I won't <laughs> bore everybody, but I'm on the same page with a lot of what you just said too. So yeah, I think you know, we do have to take better care of ourselves to have the longevity and the the health and wellness and positive attitude to push our other goals forward, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So something that we have decided to add to the podcast is a little bit of a opportunity to learn and grow together. So do you want yes. to share, Jade? Yes. So something that I'm really passionate about is helping my fellow artists and kind of fostering a sense of community. And one of the ways I thought would be really good to do that is by going through some different artistic exercises together. So what I want to kind of start with, new year, new me, is maybe thinking about our artistic writing. So things like artist statements, bios, um, descriptions, things like that. And I thought a really good exercise for us to start off with would be the 20 words. Um, and I don't know, have, are, are you familiar with that? Have Not you ever a done a, a 20 words exercise? No. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is very, very art school. So I'm assigning you and me and all of our listeners a little bit of homework. Okay. So what, what I want for everybody to do is to sit down and think about 20 words that relate to your art practice. And I want these to be specific words. So I don't want, I don't want you to be beauty and color. No, that's, that's, no, 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 no. I want, I want, I want specifics. So find these 20 words that are specific to your artistic practice and the work that you make. That's step okay. one. Step two is I want you to pair each of these 20 words with a reference. So when you think of that word, what is something that you think of that's connected to your practice? Something that inspires you, something that motivates you. And I want these examples to also be very specific. So I don't want you to pair a word with a music artist. I want you to pair a word with a specific song from that artist. I don't want a whole poem. I want a line from a poem. You know, I don't want a painter. I want a painting. So really, really dig deep and try and do a lot of reflection. And I think maybe the easiest way for us to share the results of this is for us each to maybe make a Pinterest board mm. and digitally, and we'll have our words and the pictures on our Pinterest board um, so that we can share our 20 words and our 20 references. I love it. And yes. And then in our next episode, we can have that kind of glossary of terms to help us parse through our artistic writing practices. Okay. Okay. So this is good for me because, well, you know, I'm self-taught. So I have not done 
any of these. And that was one of the things when I was first sort of struggling through making a website, applying for things, everybody's always asking for your bio, your artist statement. And I was like, first of all, what is even the difference between a bio and an artist statement? And, you know, like I really struggled and I didn't really know where to go. And I, I still, so I've done it, but it could always be better. So I really love this. The only thing that I'm, okay, help me here. 20 words is a lot of words. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, like, when you're saying associate it with reference, so do you mean, like, I don't know. Should I think of the words first or should I think of things with my art and then the words will come? Like, I don't, how would you approach it? So here's the thing. You this this is this is an exercise for writing so you want to I think you want to find the words first and it's okay if a couple of them are you get you you kind of do it in reverse order but it is important that you're finding the words first because we're going to use this for writing so um you know okay maybe can you can I yeah can I like how how so if I get into it and I get stuck at like 10 how can mm-hmm. I get more stimulation or encouragement like can I is it cheating if I go and like look at other artists that sort of I feel like I have a kinship with and see some of the words that they're using or like See, I think this is a great exercise because if you if you're gonna do something mm-hmm. like that, that um that forces you to really analyze the relationship you have with that artist and distill it down to the words, which is an important part of artistic writing anyway. So yeah. Okay, and then one more question. When you say specific, so like how specific are you talking? Cause I know a lot of words that I use would be like bold, colorful. Is that not specific enough? So those are kind of loosey goosey. However, you know, with bold, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Is that a bold type? Is that a bold font? Is that a, right. you know, so if you're using more generalized words like that, like bold, I want the specific, the specific reference to make that really clear why you're connected to that word and what that word means to you and your practice. I'm already feeling like it's so hard. I can't do it. It is. But I promise, I promise having these words in a list that you've really reflected on and really worked through will help you and serve you, at least for a little while, at least for yeah, this year. But, but that- who knows if you'll be in the year? Because things are always changing, just like you're changing your work that you're even creating. So it might not be forever, but exactly. it's just a good thing to do. Like, and I don't, I don't. Know. This is a great exercise for all artists, beginning, experienced, yeah. all of them. Um, it's always good to refresh your artist statement, refresh your bio, and this gives you a great excuse to follow along with us and see where it leads. Awesome. Okay, that's good. You gave us gave us some work to do, and I'm all for it. I'm, yep, gonna do my best. <laughs> do my best. <laughs>
<laughs> Wonderful. Okay. All right. So I guess that's it for this week. Find us on Instagram. I'm at Celine Gabrielle Art. And I'm also, my website is Celine Gabrielle Art. Um, dot com and then jade i am at color worship canadian spelling um on instagram and then my website is jadeusakis.com great so if you guys like listening to our podcast please take a minute and share it with somebody um you can share it on your instagram stories make sure you tag us so we can see it and reshare And if you have an extra minute and you really want to go over to Apple and leave us a review there, it just helps um, bump the podcast up so other people can find it who might find it useful. So that's it. We'll talk to you next week.